Welcome to Another Day Above Ground, a show for, by, and about baby boomers. It's the podcast for people who have no idea how to download a podcast. And now, here's your host, Dale Irvin. Well, thank you, Farad, and welcome all of our baby boomer friends. This is Another Day Above Ground, and this is our holiday special edition. And you'll find out exactly what I mean by that in just a second. But we're going to celebrate the confluence, I believe is the proper term, of Easter and Passover this year. Now, when I say we, of course, I must include my partners. Please welcome from the mile-high city of Denver, Colorado, Carolyn Strauss. Hey, everybody. And we know that Easter is one of my favorite holidays because of chocolate bunnies. And I did some research, and the most expensive chocolate bunny I could find was $1,300 from a website over in the UK. So if you guys want to um, send me something, I- I'm good with that. Wow. And that, that's what the holiday really is all about, is chocolate bunnies. So uh, <laughs> good, good luck starting a GoFundMe page for that. <laughs> no, it's GoFudgeMe. Oh, you're going to get so many different respondents to that. Oh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even type that into Google. Anyhow, joining us also from the great state of Indiana, please welcome the Aristotle of comedy, Mr. Tim Slagle. Hey, the uh, White House is going to try a new twist on the annual egg hunt this year. They're going to leave the Oval Office door unlocked and see how long it takes the Secret Service to find the president. (laughs) (laughs) He'll be hiding under a bush in the Rose Garden. (laughs) Looking for his marbles, which he thinks are eggs. (laughs) (laughs) He's he's lost those. These don't taste like jelly beans. (laughs) <laughs> you know, I was looking at the, uh, uh, you know, as I said, the, the confluence of Good Friday and Passover, but there's more religious holidays in April than I ever realized. For instance, we've got, uh, we've got uh, uh, you know, right before Good Friday, we've got Maundy Thursday, which is really just a holy day. It means nothing to anyone. Isn't that then, a purse brand? You go out and buy the Maundy purses or something? Isn't that fashion? Don't dig yourself a deeper <laughs> hole down there, Carolyn. All right, and then, and then on the 17th, of course, we have Easter, and that's Orth- uh, Palm Sunday we got coming up before Good Friday. And then we got uh, Easter, which is Orthodox Palm Sunday, because their Easter is a week after because they had very slow internet over there. And then, but I looked up and did you realize that there's a holiday in Japan, April 1st, a holiday in Japan called Kanamara Matsuri, which translates to penis festival. And they, they celebrate the penis. They have a large uh, steel phallus that is uh, on the parade. And uh, they have uh, sex workers and everything in the parade. And apparently the uh, the lead vehicle this year is going to be the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile. So that should be... Uh, that should be <laughs> and does it stay up till Palm Sunday and then they take care of it then? <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't participate in Japanese uh, comings and goings. No I think... I think Will Smith is actually going to be the Grand Marshal this year because he's a big one. For the, for the slap fest coming up. Uh, anyhow, 
since these two holidays are, are, are at the same time, we thought we would con- uh, conduct an, uh, a, an interview with a friend of the show, uh, Michelle Madrano from the Mile High Church in Lakeview, Lakewood, Colorado, because her church basically celebrates everything. Looking <laughs> <laughs> forward to that Japanese holiday there, Dick. <laughs> I figured you'd want to add that in, you know, just that'll be a, a fun a fun one to participate in. It's more fun so than a just... chocolate rabbit. And <laughs> <laughs> if it's solid or hollow. And <laughs> cream filled. Sorry. <laughs> Oh, 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 my, my, my. <laughs> so, Michelle, has this ever happened before that you're aware of, that uh, that two holy days are, are synonymous, Good Friday and Passover? Well, it's kind of a strange way that they, they schedule them. It all has all to do with the moon and the calendar of the various traditions. And so sometimes they're scheduled very apart from each other, and sometimes they kind of do collide with each other. Absolutely, yep. Hmm. Well, the original, the original was supposed to collide. I mean, that was that was the Last Supper. Was their Passover dinner? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. yeah. Was it really? Yeah. I, I thought did, the last. Did you know that the Passover Jesus... dinner goes back to when uh, when they put the lamb's blood over the door? Yeah. At, when well, they, they were yeah. killing the first. Yeah, one. but they celebrated for that for about two thousand years, and Jesus was a Jew. I I hate to tell you. Yes, he was. Jesus <laughs> was a Jew, and so the Last Supper was the the celebration of Passover that yeah, time. You learn something new every day. Yeah, so that's, that's why. Great. That's why yeah. those. That's why those cardboard wafers. That we uh, that, that, yeah. that we that we uh, enjoy every Sunday are uh, 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 essentially are they're essentially matzah. They are. They're unleavened. That's what. Because that's what. Reflective of the unleavened bread in the Passover tradition. Yeah. Right? Have you ever tried to cook with those? You can actually cook with matzah. You can make the thing called matzah brai, which is like it's like French toast with matzah. You soak the matzah in water, and then you drain off the water when it's really mushy, and you mix it with scrambled eggs and some cheese, and you cook it like scrambled like scrambled eggs. But it's called matzah brai. Oh my gosh, it is so good. You can put tomatoes in it, or if you're not a tomatoes person, you can serve it with jelly. It's so good. Father See, Allenhausen did that with leftover that communion wafers did he, did he try that because it would be taste the same and michelle that was for passover of course because that's the oh. only time you can get the good matzah oh and the good matzah is the egg matzah because the rest of it tastes like cardboard and egg matzah tastes like kind of flavored cardboard what what sure. what, what is matzah what is is that a plant is that a unleavened grain? bread it's like crackers they're like flat crackers oh that's it just flat yeah. bread stale yeah, like, bread. imagine stale saltines yes okay <laughs> Yeah. Without the salt. Yum! Oh yeah, that should be good. My uh, my my uh, uh, my 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 wife. It, it, I probably shouldn't tell this because it's one of her most embarrassing uh, uh, things that she remembers from. Yeah, uh, like from... like she listens to this show. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like I know. Listens to anything he does. So I can I can get away with this. Is that is that. Uh, uh, she she actually she actually uh, her, her her they moved to a new, uh, like a Jewish neighborhood and she she had a Jewish friend and had had no idea and uh, her mom found matzah in the grocery store which she had never seen before and she would bring it home for like a snack and uh, and, and 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 my wife brought home uh, a friend who was Jewish and said uh, oh have you ever tried this it's matzah and uh, uh, 
And her friend goes, well, yeah, I've, I've had that before. And she goes, it's really good with ham and cheese on it. You should try it. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> when, when my brother was going to college, he brought a, it was, uh, you know, went locally, and he brought a friend home for dinner, and uh, his friend was Jewish, and my mom didn't know and made a nice pork roast. <laughs> 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 oh gosh so what uh, now so this is uh interesting to me then so that now uh passover the original passover back with uh, with moses and the boys that was to celebrate uh god's love basically for the israelis because he saved them and <laughs> well right? it's the final plague the pl final plague the yes. final test of pharaoh uh, you know, Moses was trying to free his people and he'd already worked with God to send all these horrible plagues to Egypt to try to convince Pharaoh that, that he should let the the Israelites go. And let this was my people go. Yeah, exactly. Plagues like COVID and war in Ukraine, you know, plagues. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he sent frogs, man. What's worse yeah, than frogs, frogs falling out of the fire. sky? fire stuff and I mean, all this. had that They're... fallen in france they'd have eaten them but geez back then <laughs> well the falling frogs aren't that bad but the walk to the mailbox the next day <laughs> is horrible <laughs> <laughs> and the falling There's frogs the... is a great band name I'll tell you right now. <laughs> that's true that would be a great band name <laughs> but that's Lake why of locusts that's, but that's a good band name too yeah that... That's why matzah is enjoyed because it's unleavened bread. Because they did not, they uh, Moses just said, "Okay, we probably got about five minutes before he changes his mind. Just make yeah, whatever." Okay. They and they said, "Well, you want us to rise the bread, don't you?" It's like, no, no time. You got to get gotta out of go. here. Right? Got to go. Got to make our roll it. That was the that was the final final thing that finally convinced Pharaoh, according to Old Testament. It's really interesting because in the Cecil B. DeMille version of the of the the this whole Ten story yeah yeah um in that version of the story they have moses telling pharaoh by your words the last plague will come and right. so pharaoh says i'm going to go out and kill all the firstborn um jewish kids and so that that's what happens to the egyptians but honestly i can't find that anywhere in the old testament I cannot find that that's how it went down. It's almost like Cecil B. DeMille took some liberties with it. Yeah. Oh, that never happens in Hollywood. I no, that, know. That really I went know. down. It didn't? I know. All I know is that when Moses, when they told Moses, we don't have time for the bread to rise, he said, that's the yeast of my worries. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Good bada night, boom, everybody. Boom. <laughs> We've got to make a rule about giving yourself the bell. <laughs> Then you have to get a bell, my friend. <laughs> I, I brought you, so I did a whole talk one time on Passover, and I found this list of uh, some Jewish country Western hits that maybe they sang as they were exiting Egypt. Do you want to hear my favorite ones? Yes. Yeah. So the, the first one is For You I Should Be Singing. <laughs> 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 and then I, 
I was one of the chosen people till she chose somebody else. <laughs> this is one of my favorites. All my exes made an exodus. <laughs> and then here's a good one. This is my last one. The second time she said shalom, I knew she meant goodbye. <laughs> oh, Michelle, those are hilarious. <laughs> And amazingly, back then, all those songs were played on the lute. I know. <laughs> exactly. As they marched for 40 years. Imagine having to listen to country Western Jewish songs for 40 years while Moses wandered around looking for the promised land. <laughs> and Moses, you know, the Moses uh, uh, stuttered. Did you yes. know that? He had yes. a speech impediment and he yes. stuttered. Yes. Which is why, you know, God wrote down the Ten Commandments rather than just tell them, because that would have taken a couple of years in itself for him to repeat yes. that. So. And Moses tried to get his friend Aaron to do all his talking for exactly. him. That exactly, exactly, yeah. Mm -hmm. So he was, the, he was the first, you know, like spokesmodel or something, you know, the yeah. translator. So yeah. it was actually a b -b 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 burning b -b 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 bush. <laughs> Very good. Very good, Tim. So what is the, the, this thing not right now, Ramadan? What is that? What does that celebrate? Well, I am not as familiar with Ramadan as I am um, the Jewish traditions, but um, it's an annual celebration for the Muslim faith, an annual... Well, I, don't, I guess it's a celebration. It's to honor... The, they say that there was a month-long period when, um, when Muhammad wrote the Quran. And so during this month-long period, uh, people from this faith uh, practice many uh, prayer practices and fasting in celebration and honor of their founder writing their sacred text. Like the Bible is the sacred text for Christians, and the Quran, of course, is the sacred text from Muhammad for uh, for Muslims. And so they, they have a number of traditions, prayer traditions, and, and like I said, fasting and that sort of thing in, in honor of that, that time period. But the, the Bible Quran. took years to write. This guy he... cranked it out in 30 days. Yep. In a oh. month. I know. Wow. Yeah. He could teach a class. He could teach a yeah. master class. But, but you know what? I was really surprised. Month. I was really surprised to discover I've attended a couple of uh, events called the parliament of the world's religions. And I thought that, that, um, that this tradition that celebrates Ramadan didn't have much connection to the Christian tradition, but they believe in the, the story of Jesus and they celebrate the story of Jesus just as other faiths around the world do. So I think Muhammad took a lot from the Bible and developed his sacred text from. Oh, oh yeah. That, I mean, that's why they follow, they don't eat pork. They, 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 yeah. I mean, they yeah. still follow, they still follow the laws of Moses. It's like, but it's I'm, like, I was so ignorant about that when yeah. I first, yeah, the, you know, the Muslim, ago, the Muslim, the Muslim faith, faith is kind of like, uh, kind of like Godfather part three. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking it's more like Dune and Star Wars, right? <laughs> like one was written first, but the other one got bigger. I don't know. Yeah. No, yeah. Dune and Star Wars is like a, is like a, a, the Quran and the Book of Mormon. <laughs> They're both uh, uh. they're both sequels, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> big big arguments over which one's authentic. Now, does Passover just last a day? You know, because Hanukkah, you got like uh, ten days or so. Is Passover just last a day, or how long is it? No, Passover is the same eight days. I don't know what that is. Something like, why is it that these Jewish? Days. 
holidays last eight days and Passover, I believe, let me look it up, but I think Passover also lasts eight days. Yeah, you celebrate you celebrate one plague a day, right? Yeah, no, because there were weren't there ten plagues? Ten, I don't, I don't know. I think there's only there's so there's yeah there's eight days of Passover. Huh. Yeah, I knew there. Yeah. Were, so you eight. didn't celebrate two of the plagues? Probably, no. probably the frogs. Yeah. Yeah, the frogs you don't want to do that, you know, and turn in the river red. Well, I said they already did that in Chicago. They turned the river green as opposed to red. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of the plagues. <laughs> so is there is there any is anything special that you do during these eight days? Well, if you're Jewish, yes, you you have Passover. You do a seder. There's usually a special dinner that mm-hmm. uh, depicts the same dinner that the Jews at, had that night when Moses was way, you know, leading them, uh, getting ready to lead them out of Egypt. And so it's a repeat of the same foods and some of the same traditions and some special chants and songs. And often um, in our in our community that I used to lead in Arizona, we actually used to act it out. We used to have a, a play, a Seder play, where people would play the part of Moses and people would play the part of Pharaoh and we would act it out and have fun. And I think some communities do that and many communities gather together and have a big Seder dinner. Is there so someone that goes a, door to door smothering your babies? Not anymore. <laughs> not, anymore. No. not since COVID. <laughs> not since the plague of COVID. Yeah. yeah. So there's no, there's eating no yeast. Back to Dale's really yeah. funny bell ringing <laughs> joke. Um, so you eat no yeast. Nothing, nothing risen. So like there's special pastries yeah. for Passover. They're really expensive. Um, so I, my grandmother used to have these little jelly, the, the jelly fruit slices that I always thought were healthy. They sell them in the supermarket. They're like jelly, like they have like a, a lime one, like a lime wedge or a lemon or orange. The red ones were my favorite. And they're they're just jelly candies, but they were only available around Passover. And that was cool. And then when I was really little, there was there was special Passover bubble gum. And it came seriously. I'm not kidding. And it it, wow. it tasted kind of like Lamb's juicy. Blood. No, like juicy <laughs> fruit, but like extra sweetened hay, but like extra sweetened juicy fruit that actually you could blow bubbles with. And that was very cool. And I haven't. I've looked as an adult for many years to find the Passover bubble gum, and I have not been able to find it. I might have just made it up. Yeah. There you go. There's a new business prospect for you. Make yeah, Passover sure. bubble gum. Yeah, See, in that's... a Christian religion, we've got uh, we've got candy and eggs, hard-boiled eggs. Hard-boiled yeah, eggs that. for the next two weeks, you'll be what's, eating hard-boiled eggs. What's yes. that about? Well, that's really from paganism. It's from paganism, but it's been adapted to Christianity, where the symbol of breaking out of the egg is similar to, to Easter Sunday, when Christ broke out of the tomb. Mm-hmm. Oh. That was a Greek thing. That goes back to the Greeks. Huh. Yeah. yeah, it was. It was the only thing risen Passover week. <laughs> now, um, what else can you tell us about the, you know, the, uh, the both of the religions combined? The similarities, the differences. Well, I'd say big. Big differences include that um, the whole Jesus thing, the Jesus thing, yeah, yeah. Jesus <laughs> thing. So we call the, him the Savior. The, I think the Jewish people really see Mo, uh, Moses as more of a prophet, 
and they don't see Jesus as a prophet or a Messiah because they feel like he didn't really uh, provide the Savior they were hoping for, whereas Christians see the, re the resurrection, Easter, as an indication that Jesus is Savior. So there's a love for Jesus in one tradition and not so much in the other tradition. They've been waiting for a really long time for him to come back. It's about time, right? Isn't the whole point that he left and he's supposed to be back? He's like an abandoning father. He is yeah. like not doing his job. <laughs> Carolyn Strauss, Lord. Carolyn Strauss. She lives in Colorado. Just <laughs> really try and just make the lightning hit her. I really wonder, I sometimes wonder, like, if he actually came back, would anybody on this planet believe him? You know, would we, would he get a Twitter account or a Facebook page? How would he get his word around? I mean, you know, would we believe that there was actually. They didn't Christ. believe him. They didn't believe him the first time. No, that's what, that's what that sign at the top of the crucifix says. It says yes. he thought he was Christ. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So there right. were. I-N-R-I means that. Mm-hmm. I thought it meant initiate nail removal now, immediately. Oh. <laughs> initiate nail removal immediately, I N R I. Okay, I'm not touching anything with wires right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even happy being on this internet. <laughs> Chicken and the egg, get it? Huh? Yeah. It is interesting, though, when um, Passover, you know, Dale, you were talking about when Passover and and Easter because Lent is still going on, right? So right now, uh, yeah. Christians are practicing Lent right now and 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 often sacrificing something until uh, until Easter week. And in the midst of that is Passover. And now in the midst of it is Ramadan. So they've all kind of collided together. So we've got a lot of religious people doing a lot of stuff that it's just really unusual. Yeah, but, yeah, but Christians, uh, Muslims don't eat or drink from sunup till sundown. We just, right, right. We don't eat chocolate for 47 days. Yeah, it's, yeah something, yeah. It, That's it's, tragic. It, what? Yeah. That's Carol, tragic. Oh, yeah. Carol, yeah. the chocolate yeah. thing is a worse sacrifice than the not eating from sunup to sundown. <laughs> 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 she couldn't do it. She just she couldn't, couldn't do it. it. She could, she could if not, I could find a, a no. chocolate Jesus, I'd send it to you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, which end do you start at, though? I mean, uh, I am confused. For you, it makes no difference, really. You're both going to the same place. <laughs> so, Michelle, what else kind of uh, celebrations do you have at your church in this, you know, rather religious month? Well, you know, we are a, a, an interfaith metaphysical tradition. So we celebrate these holidays, uh, mostly the the Christian holidays, because we believe that Jesus was a great teacher on the planet. While we don't believe exactly the way that everybody else believes that, or, or a lot of other people believe that he was the king and that sort of thing, we believe he was the greatest uh, prophet to walk on our earth. And so we have- uh, Take that, Moses. Yeah, take that, Moses. Get it, Moses. Take your plagues you're, and go somewhere you're, else. You're number two now, pal. <laughs> so we, we definitely have Jesus a... had a better publicist. That's all. <laughs> he did. Sure did. We, like... we, cel we celebrate Good Friday, so we'll have a, a, a sweet Good Friday service with lots of music and honor the last seven words of Jesus and, and interpret them and... and, 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 and pay attention to them and honor that. And then we have- Is that, uh, is that Peter? I can see your house from here. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> that 
That's exactly it. <laughs> oh no, it was this was supposed to be fun, really. <laughs> Uh, I don't really know what to say. I, I, you know, Actually, I'm, you I'm backing away the, from any window right now. What are I, the I, last? What are the last seven words? I have to know. Um, let's see. I thirst. It is finished. Yes. I uh, hunger. Um, what into, else? He says, "Into your hands I commend my spirit." My spirit. And the other one was a uh, a Pontius bite me. <laughs> yeah really I think he says it is done yeah that sort of thing mm -hmm. I should All have right, known so... that I saw Jesus Christ Superstar I did Jesus Christ Superstar in yeah. college I should remember that should that's remember exactly it. the same you, yeah, exactly you mean, the, you mean the, the play don't you Carolyn yeah <laughs> 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 I, do. Okay. I really apologize to anyone of any faith who is listening to this and is thoroughly offended I because you know I don't want any ago, I don't Dale. want Will Smith listening to this and <laughs> smacking everybody. Yeah, you might get smacked. That is true. <laughs> well, do you have uh, Michelle? Do you have any final words for our listeners as to what they should do to get ready for these holidays or how they should conduct their lives or? or any moral values of any sort that you, you know, you got left over? No. <laughs> <laughs> See why I love Mile High Church? I love a church that's that specific with what you need to do. The church with no rules. Come on in. I always, I always take all of these holidays, I don't care if it's Mother's Day or Father's Day or Easter or Christmas, and really apply them to my own life and look at the story and what kind of stands out to me in the stories of the holidays that is meaningful. And I sometimes tell people that, and this may seem sacrilegious, but I take these stories kind of like I take a dream that I might have and I interpret it from the meaning in my own life. And so I don't think there's any one right meaning for these stories that we have to find them for ourselves. And so I would encourage people to, to look at what stands out this year. For them in these stories and um and find some meaning there we've got one one holiday that we didn't talk about the 29th of april is arbor day so yeah what, what meaning true. would i take from that i don't know um do some yoga tree pose maybe there's several <laughs> meanings one two three <laughs> there we go well I'll nah, be you you <laughs> We are going to send an attorney over there and have that bell taken away. He has the bell. He can ring it any time Oh, my gosh. Well, well, my friends, I hope you've had as much fun listening to this as we have trying to avoid damnation. And uh, we appreciate you being with us. Thank you very much, Dr. Michelle Madrano, the uh, pastor of the Mile High Church in Lakewood, Colorado, if you're happen to be out there do you have uh, meeting or not meetings but do you have uh, uh meet on sundays or are you yes. have a different day because you're on different sundays every... uh two services in the morning and wednesday nights at seven o'clock you can okay. also watch them online if you want to yes. do church in bed yeah which i think is a great idea yeah. sunday mornings at 10 um colorado time mountain time they're on youtube they're on facebook and they're really lovely best band Ever. Yeah. Mile High Church. I mean, it's like going. It's like going to a concert every Sunday. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. That's, yep. Again, what 
what Martin Luther had in mind. All right. Um. <laughs> Jesus would dig it, Dale. Jesus would I'm, dig I'm it. Sure. He, He's just all right with me. As a he pounded that. He pounded that piece of paper in the door with a cowbell. <laughs> I'll give you one for there. there you okay. <laughs> hey, you right, you just tried to keep the bell. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> well, that wraps Patriot it up for another fun-filled episode, my folks. Carolyn, Carolyn, do you have anything uh, left to say? Yeah, whatever you gave up, it's almost time to get it back. So have a good time. <laughs> all right. And Carolyn's number is 555-732-1906. Tim, how about plant you? Plant a tree for Arbor Day. Yes. There you go. All right. And uh, also go to my website, daleirvin.com. Sign up for the Friday Funnies so we can make Nikki laugh more than just once a week. That being said, we will see you all back here next week. Until then, go out and enjoy today because it is another day above ground. And that's it for another day above ground. For Dale, Tim, and Carolyn, I'm Farad Muhammad. Thanks for listening.